then boom. Okay, so we're live now. So um, I guess I want to kind of like introduce some people on who you are just in case they, they were too young to know who you were or they just don't know. So you're Jonathan, you're Jonathan Wells, former Ohio State running back. Um, what years did you play at Ohio State? 98 to 01. 98 to 01. Yeah. I feel like I feel like people that played that long ago, which and, and it really wasn't that long ago, they probably feel like I don't know how old you feel now <laughs> after all these seasons have passed. That shit feels forever ago. Let's keep it above. That's a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. But you you've accomplished a lot of stuff in your career at Ohio State. I mean, you were you were really good at Ohio State. You played with a lot of great players, and you you made it to the league, right? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I made it to the league. Was a starter in the league. Had a couple good years. You know, it is what it is. What? What? How? How? What? You you said you played. You you did play for the Texans, right? Yes. Was that the only team that you played for? Were you on any other like practice squads or anything? I went to Indy for Indianapolis Coast for like a week, but that didn't work out. So uh, that was pretty, that was it. Pretty, I only claimed the Texans. Yeah, I feel you. Um, did you get? Were you drafted to the Texans or were you free agent pickup? Nah, I was drafted. That's dope, man. I, I was talking to. Do you know? You know who Doug Worthington is? Of course, yeah. my young boy. Yep. Uh, he might even jump on here at some point, but yeah, I was talking to him and he was telling me like kind of like uh, like an understanding of how like. It goes from being drafted, and then you you get your pension and stuff. You got to be in the league for this many years to even like get a pension. So it was it was a cool like, um, I guess humbling. I guess I don't know. He 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 acknowledged. He 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 told me a lot of stuff that I didn't even know or understand of how it would even work. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So I named I named the uh, this episode of the podcast was this season a failure. Um, I don't know if you look at it like that as a former player or you look at it like bump in the road, get them next year, but you played in these big games and you've like had good success in these big games. Like the team up North, you had a lot of success against that, man. Um, what do you, yep. what do you think? Yep. What do you think? Of um, uh, do I think this season was a, was a failure? Uh, hell no. Of course. We don't like losing to the team up north ever. Um, but, you know, like I said, for this, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Coming into this season, I didn't know who C.J. Stroud was. I didn't know who Henderson was. There was so there were so many questions, unanswered questions at major positions. I didn't know any of the linebackers. I didn't know only DB I, only that I really knew was uh, Seven Banks and maybe Proctor, who played a little bit. There were so many unanswered questions coming into this season. I had no expectations for the team. I keep it all the way real. So to see them come out and be in, be in the thick of things, you know, ranked number two in the country going into the big game against the team up north, I thought we had a phenomenal season. When you're talking about you got a freshman at running back, you got a freshman at quarterback, you got freshmen all over the defense. Man, come on. Like Ohio State fans are just not realistic. Let's keep it real. I was I played in a time where we were expected to lose the Michigan game. So you guys are spoiled. Let's be clear. So for you new people here, we were on the <laughs> other side of this shit. So that's why I don't take this game lightly because we were the ones who they kept talking about, oh, they can't get they can't get it done against a team up north on the road, blah, blah, blah. We were tired of hearing that. 
And I kept saying all year, if you follow me on Facebook, be ready for the team up north. They're tired of hearing about Ohio State. And if we don't go in there ready to play, you'll get punched in your mouth. And that's what happens. So, you know, it happens. Listen, we, what, nine in a row, eight in a row? Come on, man. Like, they're going to they're gonna win some here and there. But the, the key for me is don't let them get the momentum and go on a streak and win a couple in a row. So next year for me is crucial, us taking back control of this robbery. That's, that's what we got to do. Yeah, I think that I, I, I'm on board with you. I don't I don't really think the season was a failure at all. I think a lot of people are scratching their heads like Utah, Rose Bowl. I'm like, well, if you're not playing in the in the playoffs, I mean, what's the what's the second best best option? That's the best bowl That's game out saying. there. It's the Rose Bowl, man. I'm like, you, I <laughs> it was the Rose Bowl. You're talking about, man, come on, man. Like I said. We, we've been extremely spoiled, and that's because we've been playing great football here. But at the same time, you better look at the LSUs of the world. LSU won a national championship two, three years ago. They've been 5-5 five and five and 6-6 six and six the next two years. Dude, we don't have those type of seasons here. So when you, so when you get a one, one loss, uh, two losses, which we rarely see around here in Buckeye land, man, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, you know, you know take, your, take your L's like you take your wins. You know what I'm saying? You got to win like a champ, lose like a champ. Yep. That's my motto from high school. We're not going to win 100% of the games, though. This is football. They got talent. They got five-star recruits. They got motivation. Dog, sometimes you go out on the football field and somebody kicks your ass. That's part of the deal. Get over it. It is what it is. This shit happens. It's football. Uh, grow up. Get get ready for the next one, right? Because it's like 365 days before it happens again. And if we let them do it to us again, we, then- we- we always keep them on our mind, but right now we need to be focused on Utah, and after that we need to be focused on Notre Dame because guess what? We got a tough schedule next year coming back, and we better be ready to go. And some of these kids that took some lumps and bruises that were young this year, they got to step up and be superstars next year. So next season is going to be a tough season. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, a lot of people thought that we were young this year. I mean, we're still going to be a young team, but we're replacing a lot of players next year. And like you said, we open up the season against Notre Dame and how often do we open up the season against a team like Notre Dame? Usually it's like uh maybe a big 10 team. Even, even when we open up the season against like Minnesota or something, people are like, damn, usually you open up the season against like an Akron or something, but yeah, it's not going to be no cakewalk next year, especially opening up the season next year with Notre Dame. Yeah, no, um, my, my man, Marcus Freeman, congratulations to him for getting the head coaching job there. He's going to come in here motivated and he's going to want to beat our ass. First of all, can I curse on here before I keep saying that? Yeah, yeah, go okay, ahead, man. Yeah. I, I do it. I do yeah, it. he's, he's going to want to beat our ass. So he's going to come in here with a motivated team. This is one of the best rivalries in college football. Ohio State and Notre Dame has always been a classic football game. So, man, that's going to be exciting. I think I may have to make it to the shoot for that one. Well, I'm sure you've seen the uh, comments Marcus Freeman made. I mean, I even sent him a DM on Instagram congratulating him. I know he's seen it because he opened it. But um, what do you think about the comments he made, like the whole Ohio State don't make the mistake twice? Like, I'm sure you've seen that. I couldn't that. care less. He's the head. I couldn't care less. He's the head coach for Notre Dame. He's supposed to say that. What y'all want him to kiss Ohio State's ass? Listen, no, I he's, just, the, I, he's, the, he's the head coach for Notre Dame. He's supposed to say everything that Notre Dame fans wants to hear. Guess what? <laughs> If you talk to him yeah. on a personal level, he'll tell you he he had a great time playing at Ohio State. If I'm not mistaken, they probably beat Notre Dame's ass while he was here. So that's all coaching jargon. I'm not worried about that. That's nothing. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. I just I just know a lot of people had a different perspective on that. Like, like they didn't like what he said. But I feel you. Yeah, he's he's supposed oh, to say what everybody wants. Ohio to hear. State fans don't like anything, bro. 
We don't like anything. We want to fire Ryan Day after he loses his first uh, Big Ten game in three years. What do, what do Ohio State fans like? You win by 21, Ohio State fans not happy. You win by 40, they got something to bitch about. Ohio State fans don't like nothing. So, what's so? Yeah, you're right, man. I feel like um, I, I was thinking the same thing. We got, like, really, I don't say selfish as uh, fans. Like, we expect way too They're much. They're delusional. <laughs> delusional. We, That's what they we are. Expect they, think they, they think this. They think going out there on that field and winning every game with 18, 19, 20-year-olds, they think that shit is easy to do when you're continuously losing coaches. You're continuously losing great players to the draft early every year. No, it's not easy to replace Chase Young. You think it's easy to replace Chase Young, guys? Come on. What are you talking about? No, we've not been spoiled. We are football royalty besides Notre Dame. I'm sorry, besides Alabama. There's no other school that does it like Ohio State besides Alabama. No, we, we just been spoiled and fans are just non-realistic because they never put their hand in the dirt. They don't know what it takes to go out there and actually get W's. And they like just talking crazy from their keyboard. So, you know, let them do what they do. What do you think about what do you think about the uh the hire we made at defensive coordinator? You I know like nothing that? about the guy. I have no idea. Like that, listen, if Ryan Day feels he's a good hire, I'm gonna believe Ryan Day. I don't know anything about him. I've never watched the Oklahoma State game in my life. So all I know is I saw the rankings, they had a pretty good defense last year, as far as you know what the, the the total defense and sacks and all of that. They had a great year. They were top five in the country. So for what I can see, I mean compared to what we've been doing, shit, I, it, it can't get nothing but better, huh? Nah, you're right. It can't get better because, I mean, we started the – we ended the season the same way we started it. You know, we picked it up. We did better stopping the run. But we lost to Oregon the same way we lost to the team up north. I mean, they ran all over us the same way Oregon did. So, I don't know. That was crazy. Exactly. So, yeah, I I, I don't know anything about the guy, but I'll, I'll trust Ryan Day's decision. And, um, you know, we're going to find out. But guess what? I, I'm always a player first. I'm always like, I don't want to hear that coaching shit. You got to go out there on the field and make plays. Now, sometimes we were definitely outcoached and out-schemed and outflanked on the outside of our defense. That's different when you're talking about lining up and being beat. But other than that, man, you got to make plays. I don't want to hear that coaching shit. I, I'm, I've never been that guy. Yep. When you're when you're watching the games, like when you're watching that game when we lost it to the team up north, um, what were you what were you feeling? Like, were you like frustrated watching it? Like, what what was your emotions watching it? Of course, I was frustrated. I was mad as hell, but at the same time. They had a game plan and they stuck to it. We decided to come out here and be cute and, you know, throw the ball 50 times. And, you know, we didn't have a running back rush for 100 yards. The stats clearly tell you in the last 20 years since I left school, whoever wins the rushing battle wins the game. So, therefore, we didn't we didn't focus on the rush. We didn't stop the rush. And we got our asses handed to us. It, it was very clear. And you know what's funny? The next day I got a text from the great GOAT Jim Trestle. Got to run the football. Happy Thanksgiving, J-Dub. And that, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> Period. <laughs> that's that's true, man. Look, I was watching the game. I mean, even though, like, C.J. Stroud had a good season. He's a Heisman finalist. I don't know where he's going to finish in that. But he had a good game. But like you said, if you're not running the ball like they are, like, they, they, they could – when you say we got outcoached, they had a game plan and they stuck with it through, like, all four quarters. We we literally didn't run the ball at all. I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> Listen, all I, I'll tell you this. 
those games are won at the line of scrimmage. Our offensive line got dominated and our defensive line got dominated. And it was just that simple. I mean, it doesn't take rocket science to figure out what happened on, on when we played those guys. So listen, shrug it off. Get get ready for Utah. I definitely want a W in this bowl game because anytime we have an opportunity to play somebody from outside of the conference, we need to put on a good showing. So I'm not trying to hear that. Oh, he not playing. He not playing. I don't care about none of that. We need to get a W against Utah, period. Yeah, yeah, that's what, exactly how I said. People, people were talking and like, like our top receivers might not play. I'm like, I don't know why. I, I would play. I know they're going to be like top players um, in the draft, but I mean, you you understand if they don't play. Obviously, that's their future. You know, they get hurt in this game, it fucks up their entire draft stock. But man, that shit is so overrated. Who who we could name probably what three people who's had injuries in a bowl game out of uh, thousands of people. That shit is so random. I mean, dude, you played 50 games so far. Now all of a sudden you're scared to get hurt. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. The last the last person I could think of that got injured in a bowl game like that that may have affected his draft stock was Jalen Smith. from Notre Dame. Jalen Smith, yep. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and he still made a bunch of money, so. Exactly. If you're good enough, you'll be fine. It's cool. Man, I'm, I'm excited. You know, a lot of people think that I don't know what people think about uh, Utah. I don't think Utah's just going to fucking lay down and let us beat them. I think Utah's going to come to play, and I think it's going to be a lot closer than people probably think it's going to be. Absolutely. I think Utah has a pretty – I've never seen them play, but from what I've seen and read about them, I think they have a pretty solid football team. And at the end of the day, if we don't show up to play, you got to remember, every time anybody plays Ohio State, it's their national championship game. So if you don't think that Utah is sitting around licking their chops to come out here and embarrass Ohio State, you're fooling yourself. I feel you. Let's see what Marlon got to say. Marlon used to go to Ohio State. He, um, I don't really remember his story a lot, but let's see what, what he wants to say, all right? All right. All right, right, Marlon, you got to unmute your mic. Let us know what you're thinking, man. Okay, can you hear me? Yep. What's going on, man? What's up, man? What's up, Jonathan Wales, man? I haven't seen you in a long time, man. You would know me more if you saw me. Yeah, I can't see the picture right there, but it's all love. What's good? good? What's good, man? I love the conversation. I was I was Coach MT that one time, um, Anthony, and I changed my name. So, um, yeah, okay, good, yep. good, good, good. I remember. Good. But yeah, I, um, I mean, every all the points y'all saying are true. You know, I've been there for enough. Games. I remember that game where um, uh, we beat we beat the team up north when Jonathan was just running the ball. I never forget that game. I think he ran for like four touchdowns or something like that. Um, it was like a straight rushing game, no passing. I forget who was a quarterback, but yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was like the a fresh. That was his. That was that was his first start ever. Yeah, um, ever. And he was like, we ain't throwing the ball, and we ran the ball the whole game. I never forget that. So you're right. Literally, that, it was the first. I only, I only played, I only played in the first half, but I did enough in the first half to get it. We well, we did enough in the first half to, to get it done, and the defense held it down in the second half. But yeah, yep, I yep. do remember that. So you're right. Well, um, we didn't run the ball. We did not control the line. I mean, our, our line of scrimmage got thrown around. I've never seen anything like that before. And we were in that. If I, I'm not, you know, I don't know all the terms, but from what I can see, you know, being a couch coach, we were just in that base defense. We were playing defense. Like, are they going to run or going to pass? And I was like, it was really, it was extremely frustrating to watch, you know, from just from the the past years, what we've done uh, to their organization. And, you know, I, I I don't know what they're going to do in the, in the college playoff, but they might get embarrassed, you know? So, but, uh, 
Yeah, well, my whole thing is Ryan Day. He didn't help himself. I thought the offensive game plan was horrific. I thought that he right. he left the both of the tackles on that edge with number ninety seven, where we clearly showed we couldn't block him. We didn't chip block him with tight ends. We didn't use the running backs to help him blocking. We didn't roll CJ Stroud out. We didn't run any of the fast like uh, what do they call that when we when you just running sideways and the, the the sweeps and all that stuff just to keep. Keep him just yep. settling. You know, we didn't do anything. We just tried to drop back and throw the ball. It was the the, the game plan was pathetic. Period. Absolutely. Um, they should do the same thing that teams started to do to Chase Young at the end of the year when Chase Young had like ten sacks. Teams started double teaming him, chipping him, and he wasn't as effective as he was later on in the year. We didn't do exactly. any of that. We didn't. We didn't bump him with. Yeah, we got cocky. We got cocky. Ryan Day was feeling himself. You know, ain't, ain't, listen, when you're 23 and 0 and you put up 62 and 55 or whatever he did the first two games against him, he was feeling himself. And he didn't go in his bag and he didn't move that pocket side to side enough. And all of the stuff that he had been doing phenomenal for the first, for the like three, four weeks before that, the offensive game planning was great. And we come into the big game and, and just shit the bed like that. Oh, I was sick with it, man. <laughs> I agree, man. I agree, but and I also agree with you. What you're saying with Utah, you know, uh, Ohio State's one of those teams that are, that are up there. That people, if you beat Ohio State, you've done something that season. And you know, even though the default that Oregon took this year, they said they could say we went into Ohio State's horseshoe and beat them. That is the highlight. So I, I definitely believe Utah is going to come in there. Exactly. It's the it's the Rose Bowl. Utah and Ohio State is coming Why from all they? the way from the out there to come here. Dude, they they got three losses. Like they're playing in the Rose Bowl with three losses. Like this, this I don't care what nobody says, dog. The Rose Bowl is epic. I don't care what nobody talking about. Like you get a chance to play in the Rose Bowl and get a Rose Bowl ring on your finger. You gotta be right. crazy if you're not excited about that. I don't know. I don't know what these guys are talking about. I don't know. Right, right. And Utah's coming to get that ring. So I agree with you there, man. But again, Anthony, I appreciate you doing this, man. I really enjoy this. Uh, Johns, I love your, your your commentary after games, man. You be hype as hell, boy. Um, I'll be watching I those videos, and I'll be cracking. Oh, your eyes get all big. I'll, I'll be screaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's now, up. Here, here, one I last thing, it. one last thing, Johnson. I never get one time, man, we were in the old union, and I ran into you in the union, and I was like somewhere getting some food, and you said, hey, man, it's on me. And I was like, for real? He said, yeah, man, it's on me. We had, I think we had met like three other times before that time. But I just want to say I appreciate that. I'll never forget that time. It's, 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 it's amazing to see you on here, man. Hear your voice and all that. So I'm out. All right, big love, homie. Appreciate it. Absolutely. <laughs> see, I think that's like one of the best things about this platform is you get to have people call in, give their perspective. And like, who would have known that Marlon has run into you in the past and stuff, right? <laughs> Exactly. Do you remember? Do you have any recollection of like what he was, what he said? I know. I know. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. Hell no. But I, <laughs> I, I believe him. I definitely believe him because that that sounds like something I would do. Dude, that's that's hilarious. Um, when you were at Ohio State, um, well, you because you said you were 99, right? Your freshman year was 99, 98. 98. So you played. Oh man, what I don't even remember. What bowl games did we go to in in the years you played at? Uh, we were phenomenal the first year. I got a chance to be on the number one team in the country for 11 weeks with David Boston, uh, D. Miller, Mike Wiley, uh, Joe Jermaine, Joe Montgomery. That's just offense. Katz and Moyer, uh, Antoine, I mean, uh, Diggs, uh, who was my cornerback? 
goddamn Antoine Winfield. Like, I, we, we were crazy my freshman year. After that, we fell off the wagon. We went six and six. We didn't go to a bowl game. And then we went eight and three. We went to an right. Outback Bowl. And then Trestle's first year, we went to the Outback Bowl again. My freshman year, we won the Sugar Bowl versus Texas A&M in New Orleans back in my hometown. Who we, who'd we play in that Outback Bowl? South Carolina both times they got out. Oh, ass. I remember. Okay, I remember watching highlights for that shit. Now I remember. That. Yeah, it was a tragedy. Does it, does it leave like a sour like I don't want to say sour? Face. I hate my I hate my career at Ohio State. I hate that we fell off the wagon like that. That's not what I went to that school for. Like to 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 go from number one for eleven weeks, we ended up number two that year in the country. To go from that to six and six, oh man, we 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 stunk. We sucked it up. So. What's it what's what's it feel like to know that you were like that many years off of winning the national championship? Uh what you mean as far as you know, two thousand two? Yeah. I well, two thousand two, that's my squad. That's all that's all my bloodline. Every everybody you want to talk about from Will Smith, rest in peace, to C. Grant to Dave Thomas Dave Thomas to uh Krenzo to that's all that's all my bloodline. That's all my family. So I was on the sideline at that game. So I, I did win a national championship and and according to Coach Tressel's letter that he wrote to me, you know, my influence and my work ethic my senior year definitely led to that them going back and clean sweeping that thing. I, I worked my ass off my senior year, but we just didn't we were young we were young my senior year and we just didn't get great production from certain positions and it just, you know, it ended up sucking. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I was in your situation, I'd be like, "Are you fucking kidding me, bro?" The year that, the right year right after, man. I, I wasn't tripping. Man. I was, I was starting in the NFL, though. You know what I'm saying? So I was making money. I was my team won the championship. Shit, I, like I told you, I felt like I played. I mean, I was on the sideline with Eddie Raymond Harris. We all kneeling in that second overtime. We run on the field, rush the rush the field. Like I, I was there, so I, I definitely won the championship. Who was who was on the uh, Texans team when you played for the Texans? Uh, David Carr, Jabbar, Gaff- David uh, Jabbar Gaffney, Aaron Glenn. Our defense was crazy. Jamie Sharper, Gary Walker, Seth Payne. I mean, we we had a couple pro bowlers my rookie year go on, on defense, but we had seven rookies starting on offense, so we got murdered out there. But we played hard. We had good football, and the city of Houston was incredible, so I can't complain. What do you – I mean, obviously you play for Houston, but who was your uh, – who were you, like before you were in the NFL, who was your team? Uh, I mean, I really like once I got past high school, I didn't really have an NFL team. Like once I got to college, I wasn't. I was really just focused on myself and trying to get to the NFL. So I wasn't on Sundays. We didn't have a chance to watch football. We was in there working out and doing our thing. So I didn't have a team when I was growing up. The Cowboys was my team. I wore number twenty-two in um in high school because of Emmitt Smith. But uh, ultimately, my favorite player, my most influential player, ended up being Eddie George, which is why I came to Ohio State. Yeah. I- Eddie George, man, legend. Um, you know what's funny about about you, man? You you would get on here, and then a lot of people would be like, "Oh, it's Beanie Wells." I'm like, "No, bro, it's not Beanie Wells." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like I said, um, I don't take it personal because I love Beanie Wells. That's like my family. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he took the number and took it to the next level, like he was supposed to. But you know, some people do it as a joke or trying to be funny or whatever. But like I tell him, I got footage. If you ain't got no footage wearing his Buckeye uniform, shut the fuck up. You can't talk to me. So. I don't really, you know, it is what it is. You know, it, the real ones know. Or or they think you guys are related. You guys are not related at all, right? Nah, we're not related. We just, uh, we Buckeye brothers. Buc- Buckeye brothers. Yep. Man, that's crazy. Because we've had a lot of guys come in with the last name. Wells come in, like, we had Beanie Wells, Jonathan Wells. Um, shit, I know that. 
Maurice Maurice Williams. Oh, dude, so many of them, man. That's that's yeah, a legendary yeah, name yeah. at Ohio State, man. I feel like that would be a cool thing to be proud of. Be like, oh yeah, last name Wells, bro. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, we put we put we put the twenty eight we put twenty eight on the map. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, my bro, and like honestly, my bro, he uh. You know, it's a personal conversation, but he 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 wore he wore that twenty eight for a reason. Let's put it that way. So that wasn't just coincidence. Let's put it that way. I feel you. Hey, you got some time? You want to talk? You want to see what Keith has to say real quick? Yeah, yeah. Let him run it. Yep. All right. Let's see. All right, Keith. What's up, bro? What's going on, y'all? Not much, man. Jay Well, legend. What's good, my boy? What's happening? Hey, I'm a big fan, bro. I remember back in the day. You played on some squads, dog. Mike Doss, Wilhelm. Yeah, we had we had great players. Like I said, you know, after after my freshman year, though, my my junior year, we were pretty solid. We we went into probably what week six, seven. We were number five in the country, but we ended up losing a couple close games. Drew Brees beat us on an eighty-yard pass with like a minute left, and we lost some tough games. And even my senior year, we lost a lot of close games that we should have won. So. We were competitive, but we just we just didn't get we didn't get it done. I feel like that was the start of like what everybody knows as Ohio State. Like you feel what I'm saying? Like those years, like your years, yeah. really started to like, yo, Ohio State is different. Nah, I'll say this. Jim Trestle is what started the new wave of everything we're seeing right now. That's why I totally get disgusted. With Buckeye fans when they try to play Jim Trestle and they try to talk that Trestle ball shit when it comes to Jim Trestle. Dog, Jim Trestle changed the whole trajectory of our school, of our football program. He came and brought us our first championship since 1968. Let me say that again. 1968. We talking about 2002. So for anybody to call yourself a Buckeye fan and disrespect Jim Trestle, I don't have no respect for you, dog, because you obviously don't know the history of this school. You're crazy. They don't know. And you went 9-1 and against the team up north. No other coach can say that. What are we talking about? That's what I'm saying. Ohio State fans, you got to take them with a grain of salt. Yeah, they get on my nerves. About that. <laughs> That's why I stay cussing bitch ass out after every game. I'm <laughs> but, yo, you made a comment. You said – the dog, uh, the, the game plan for the team up north was dog shit. I gotta agree one hundred percent. In the in the press conference leading up to the game, yeah, I forgot who asked Coach Day uh, about like you know, do you have any wrinkles? You gonna do anything different offensively for the team up north? And he said no. You know, you gotta stick to what you do. And right then, I was like, this is gonna be a long day because everybody knows. The team up north, <laughs> you said it before. You win the run game, you win that game. And the fact that we came out there yep. and w- with our trip yep. set and our three wide receivers and our running back was pretty much blocking, I was like, oh, this going to be hell. This is going to be hell. And Michigan was like, yo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Y'all, y'all made a nice little well, run in the end of the first half. We're going to come out in the second half and do the same thing. And we didn't, we didn't make no adjustments. Yeah. And they went right down they the field. The score. I was like, but you know, like I said, I think the off, the offense did enough to win the game. Like I said, CJ had a had a pretty pretty good game, bro. I mean, if he if he if we win that game and he has the exact same stats, he probably wins the Heisman. Wins you know it. what I'm saying? Wins so he, we we did enough. This is true. But defensively, we were just 
pathetic and 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 that's what killed us they they ran the ball when they wanted to even when we knew they had to run the football they were able to march the ball down the field 80 90 yards on two consecutive drives and score touchdowns running the football but you're not about to beat nobody doing that so it's not those were it wasn't it wasn't on the Instant. offense. That's why I say when people get on CJ Stroud, I'm like, dog, if you watch football, you know anything about football, how has CJ Stroud been Ohio State's problem? It's always been the defense. What are we talking about? And I tell people, I tell people all the time, like the last probably three years is an anomaly, right? The, the game with the team up north, you scored 27 points, you're winning that game. You're winning exactly. that game. Exactly. Yeah, it was it was crazy. 100%. It was crazy. And I'm just like, all right, defensively, if you play football, you know that there's a different mentality, defensive players versus offensive players. At some point in that game, I was like, all right, I need do we have any dogs over there? Because I'm not seeing anything. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you what happened. I think we were feeling ourselves by off their performance the week before when we shut down the kid who was supposed to win the Heisman. I think we were feeling ourselves. Yeah. We underestimated those two running backs from Michigan, which I said all year. If you go watch my Facebook post, I've been talking about those two running backs all year long, and I didn't watch one game. All I saw was highlights. I'm like, oh, the boys yeah. running that football up there. Boy, y'all better, y'all better get y'all mind right. I'm telling you, I said it over and over and over. And here they come in there. This man rushed for five touchdowns, and the other running back got off too. So, hey, you're not going to beat nobody with somebody rushing for five touchdowns. Man, that ain't about to happen. Nah, not happening. Not happening. This was, this was like the Purdue game a couple years ago where you're like doing everything you can on offense, then you're like asking your defense to make one play for you so you give your, your team a chance to win the game, and that shit didn't nah, happen at you know all. Why this, you know why this is different from Purdue? Nah, nah. Because Purdue wasn't supposed to compete with Ohio State. We knew what this team, what the team up north was all year. Like, we knew the, we knew the monster they, they was bringing, you know what I'm saying? We knew what they yep. were. And we weren't ready. See, for that Purdue game, it was like, yo, ain't nobody yep. see that coming. Like, with the team up north, I, I knew. I was like, yo, this, this, this team, I'm telling you, they, they done got their ass beat four straight years. Them seniors are going to want that W versus Ohio State. I'm telling you. Yeah. And, and that's that's when our youth and our lack of experience came Man. into play. They, they, they had a veteran football, especially their offensive line. Their offensive line was just monsters. And when they saw they saw weakness, they saw blood, and they just – there was a shark in the water, dog. And they said, man, they, they, they can't do nothing with us. And like I said, they didn't have to do nothing but run the football down our throats. So that's how the cookie – yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. he's oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate y'all, man. All right, my I'm man. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Okay. You live and you learn with those games, man. I mean, hopefully we we learn a lot and that shit doesn't happen again. But we're gonna let we're gonna see what Nick has to say. Then we're gonna hop off here to see what he has to say. But I do appreciate you hopping on here with me, bro. Oh, it's all good. Yeah, I definitely got to get down to my group here in a minute. But I'll tell you, let's go with Nick. All right, let's see what he has to say. Nick has to say, then we'll end it. All right, Nick, you got your stuff muted. All right, hey, what's going on, y'all? What's up, bro? What's up? What's up, my man? Mr. Wells, man, it's, uh, it's refreshing to hear uh, an ex-player tell Buckeye Nation to shut the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> oh, well, you need, you need to tune into my Facebook because I'm, I'm, this shit is recurring every week. Bro, I'm on the air. I know. 
and, and people think that you're like wiling out, but you're really not. You're just giving a perspective like, hey, like if you've never put on that jersey, like you don't really understand. Like a lot of people look at Buckeyes like they're like immortal almost and they, they shouldn't lose. So it's refreshing to hear a player just be like, yo, y'all chill out. You've never played the game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, it is what it is, man. <laughs> I got, a, I got, a, I got a question for you though, yeah. because Trestle, that whole era, and you know, it's nostalgic for me because I, I grew up in the tail end of Cooper, and for whatever reason, those talented teams they couldn't, you know, get the job done. But when Trestle came in, you know, that was our guy, and and we didn't complain about Trestle ball when we were winning Big Ten championships and and beating team up north. But that was before social media. There was no cameras in the locker room. There was no highlight videos going up on every Thursday. Mm-hmm. And everybody, good, everybody good heard Trestle in the press conferences, and they used to call him the senator. You know, give him the coach speak, not say a lot. Do you have a, a like a story or two about you know Trestle's personality with you guys and and you know the other side of him? Yeah. Yeah, man. Trestle's just a straight gangster. Period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and I don't know. Like, he's the most humble, most respectful dude I ever seen in my life. Like I probably heard Tress Curse maybe one or two times, and it was maybe shit. Um, the dude is just so clean cut, so professional. Uh, I've never seen nothing like him, bro. Like, he's one of the most impressive individuals that I've ever had a chance to meet in my life. You're talking about a photographic memory. He remembers everybody's name in the building, random fans, random people. He, he The dude, no, he's really the GOAT. I don't understand what people don't understand about this. Like, he yep. is an impressive dude, and I hate the yep. way they did him with that bullshit tattoo scandal. But I'll tell you the realest conversation we had real quick. So when he came in um, and he got hired, he came to me. He said, hey, Jay, meet me in my office. I want to sit down with you one-on-one, and we're going to go over every single play from last year. So he literally – I would literally go in his office every morning, and we would watch every game from game one, game two, game three, watch every single play. And I'll keep it real. I was, I was, I kind of, I was, I was playing hard, but I wasn't like making no big runs early in my junior year. And Trestle, he flat out looked me in my face and told me, "Say shit, look like I should have brought my running back from Youngstown State. This ain't gonna work, bro." <laughs> so you know, I chuckled, I laughed it off. I'm like, "That's what's up, coach. It's all good." But then as he once we got deep into the season, and he he started to see what all the hoop like. He was like, "Oh, okay, this is the guy I've been hearing about." But he flat out told me, "Man, maybe I should have brought my running back from Youngstown State. This shit right here not gonna cut it." <laughs> and, but but yeah, the motivation awesome. he gave me was just, oh man, like I run through a brick wall from it. As you can tell right now, I'm still cussing people out behind him. I don't want to hear nothing negative about Jim Trussell. I'm cussing your ass out. Period. Yeah, no, it's true. I think I think people should have more reverence for Trestle than they do for Urban Meyer because if it wasn't for Trestle, Urban wouldn't have had the platform to come. Man, in and- come on, Ur- they talking about uh, they talking about Urban walked into a worse situation. Trestle, how? Only reason they went six and six is because half the team got suspended that year. We was really sucking yep. it up when Trestle came here. So don't yeah. don't tell me about Urban came into no worse situation. No, he didn't. He came into a team that was six and six because of suspension, not because of their play on the field. Had all the boys played that year, yep. they would not have been six and six when he walked in here. So he came into a trestle had already had a well oiled machine rolling until they came with that bullshit. So nah, he walked right into a great program that was already on full tilt, and all he had to do was come in and just bring his well, you know, what he brought to the table. Now don't get it twisted. Urban Meyer, the Urbanators are monster. I love them. Different yeah. style, different personality. I don't know if I would have personally liked to play for him. I don't know. Um, I like Trestle style, you know what I'm saying? But 
that's because Tress is my guy. But both of them are great. But man, nine and one, I, I man, come on, man. Like even the great Woody Hayes, his record ain't nowhere near nine and one against the team up north. So I don't know what people are talking about. Yeah, no, that's a good point, man. It's true. Man, good. <laughs> College football, guys, it's crazy. Um, Same thing I, will make I, you laugh and make you cry. It'll, yeah, I'm crying, man. I'm sure, I'm sure Jonathan has shed a few tears on the sidelines. Joy in, like, actual fucking sadness. Um, uh, yeah, most of my career was sad, and I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I truly hate it. But I got a chance to play on one great team. But, you know, other than that, nah, it didn't work out. Man, at least you could say you could you get to rep Ohio State for life, you know? I mean, regardless, we're always going to be one of the top top teams in the country. So You know what matters? That we beat that team up north my last year, and ever since then we we 17-3. and three. So, therefore, that's what I hang my head on. But other than that, I wouldn't have shit to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Facts, man. Well, shit, man. I, I appreciate you, Jonathan. Hopefully you keep this app so – Anytime I go live, um, I'll, I'll have other guys on here too, like other former players. Like I said, I've had Chris Fields on here. I had freaking Doug on here. Doug, Doug, I'm surprised he didn't pop in on here tonight. But man, I'd love for you to um, just keep it and then pop in once in a while when I go live to see who I'm uh, on with because uh, I have a lot of people lined up. So it'd be cool for you to call in and give like your perspective and shit on certain conversations that we have. Yeah, sure. Let's do something right around the bowl game time. We'll do it. All right, man. I'll, I'm going to try to get something set up with some um, a couple of the former guys from a couple different decades to see what we could all get together and talk about. All right. All right, that'll work. All right, my man. Appreciate you. Guys. I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody that listened. Um, shit, I'm going to get some good players on here, a bunch, a bunch of former guys on here, and talk about some cool ass shit. But for now, I'm going to bed. Peace. <laughs> That's what's up. I'm going to the bar, baby. Have, Later. have a good night, bro.